The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Well, folks, welcome to my brother, my brother, me, and the advice show from the modern era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middleest brother, Travis McElroy. Crickets. That's right. Griffin is not here. He had a baby, and he's doing the dad thing, as they say. Yeah, as everybody says, you know, that old saying, doing the you know dad the old, thing. The old, you know the old saying, doing the dad thing? So what we have for you instead is a bountiful selection of delicious uh, best of greatest hits. We're sorry to do another one of these so close to the last one, but them's babies. Okay, them's the babies. Them's the babies, folks. <laughs> um, we should also say, I guess Griffin uh, and Rachel are both doing great. Their baby Henry uh, is doing good. Everybody, uh, everybody's doing well. Um, so you know everything's going pretty smoothly for them. Henry is absolutely beautiful with big wise eyes. Um, wise baby. It's a, that baby's got an old soul. I can hardly tell. Maybe uh, too old. Maybe, Maybe too uh, old. an ancient one. Who knows? It could be an ancient dark soul. It's impossible to say. It's a, who knows? Anyway, here come the hits. These are the hits, folks. Drink it in. <laughs> this Yahoo answer. Uh, this Yahoo answer was sent in by Kate Stull. Thank you, Kate. It's by Yahoo Answers user Humphrey, who asks, "Will I ever need to wear my cap and gown again?" I just graduated this year. What to do with the robe and cap? I was wondering if I would ever have an occasion to wear it again so that I should spend $35 on dry cleaning. It's not cheap to dry clean the stupid robe. My college regalia colors are different from my high school regalia colors, and I doubt that I could wear it to my college graduation ceremony. I was wondering if any of the following events would require a cap and gown or even permit me to wear one, and what would I wear to these different events? I will probably be attending this coming year. Am I clueless? Um, and then there's some... There's, there's some All right, list uh, the events. We'll vote. Uh, thesis presentation and defense. Yes. I do not know what that is. Okay, form- I would wear. It sounds like a power play though to wear a cap and gown. A formal academic award ceremony. Just yes. the cap. Just the cap. <laughs> and nothing else. Now, nothing else. Now that's a brave look. Tell me about yeah. that. <laughs> what it says is that I I graduated from the University of Bucking. I'm can like, I, I can got, I put what about what about just I got, robe? My, I got my magna cum loud. What about just just robe cinched cinch cinched, cinched oh, rolled up look. sleeves to the shoulder. Mm-hmm. So you're showing I, the guns. Mm-hmm. I like to see some black jeans underneath a robe. That's yeah. a really Ooh. cool look. If you can get um, that look going. Him it up. Him it up. Cinch it with a belt. Him it. Black jeans. And now now no shirt. And then no it's a, shirt. you got a tunic basically or a blouse. Yeah, and have it like open to the navel. Uh, fraternity party. Yes, it depends. Uh, depends yeah. on the theme, right? But if you do it, you have to wear it to every fraternity party, so mm-hmm. people start to know you as the robester. Oh, that's nice. Robespierre. Oh, Robespierre is here. Uh, could you be Professor Beer Hands? And you would also <laughs> your hands would need to be made of beer. Have you guys ever heard of Edward Forty Hands? 
<laughs> yes, I heard of Edward. It's the best. I, Please, I, Professor Beerhands is my father. I, Call me Edward. I feel like <laughs> Professor Beerhands was invented right after I got out of college, which is a shame because it seems like the kind of problem solving I could really get into. I I I have to tell you, it sounds like hipster legend. I don't believe anybody actually does Edward Forty Hands. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, can you I don't imagine doing Edward's 40 hands and then like you get a phone call? Yeah. Or like there's a knock on the door. <laughs> or how about you've just consumed 80 ounces of liquid and you need to pass it through your body <laughs> via penis or vagina. <laughs> What's the next step there? Tell me, tell me where that terminates. <laughs> you just start smacking at your zipper, I assume. Yeah. And then and hope that luck comes into play. Yeah. <laughs> If I find I'm going to be in an uncomfortable scenario, some, sometimes one of the tricks I do is I try to learn more about the scenario than anybody there. Mm-hmm. So I can try to make myself the mo- Like, get super deep into etiquette for male strippers. Mm-hmm. Like, what is what is off limits? What is good? What is not? Oh, no, no, no. Okay, Susan, you'd have a dollar for each ball. Yeah. It's a dollar per ball, Susan. Oh, I like, I. You looked right into a spread, but you can't. <laughs> is that a move that male strippers do? <laughs> hey, ladies. He parted them for you. Hey, ladies. You know that. He parted them. That's $5. I know Listen. what you're going to love. You know the part of the show where he <laughs> spreads his butt cheeks and stands <laughs> motionless for 15 minutes. <laughs> and you throw and you throw Skittles. It's like a carnival game. <laughs> You're not actually supposed to look for more than 20 seconds at a time. Um, or else it loses its special <laughs> Actually, no one's supposed to look. If you look, he, he leaves. He scampers off. <laughs> he just Spooked him, Sheila. Damn it. No, he starts anytime someone looks inside his spread bow, he starts the timer over again. People die of hydration. This is the hydration sweat. Because spread Hey, somebody look. God damn it, Christy. God damn it, I gotta start again. One. Dude, no one look at my spread butthole. Please. Isn't that the plot of Magic Mike? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's basically the first hour and 45 minutes are him trying to get through the 15-minute spread No, it's an interactive film. If, if it's just, it is just stuck in Channing's. But it's on the honor system. You have to push the button on it, connected to your seat. If you it is just yes, stuck, Ma- stuck in Channing's spread butthole on the screen. <laughs> yes, Mom and Dad, I do want to pursue acting, and I'm sorry, but I'm quitting my day job as the usher that has demanded the audience to make sure no one looks at Channing Tatum's spread butthole. I said Stalker P- Channing! Yes, you said Stalker Channing! Channing. Stalker Channing just occurred to me. You said Stalker Channing's spread butthole! You son of a... You conjured that image into existence with your words! <laughs> now everyone is thinking about Soccer Channing spread bone. It's your fucking fault. You know, you actually said it, and I went through this montage similar to like Showgirls, where Soccer Channing is like oh, training Channing. <laughs> no, you no, gotta no, no, no. Like it like this to really get the soldier's vitriol up. Get, your humors are all out of whack, Chano. Take it from me. Oh, oh you know, you, you know that's not the you know that's not the first time that switch has happened. Oh Christ! I think horses might be on some next level shit. They're like the dolphins of the land. They're like land dolphins. They're basically land dolphins. Hey, do you want to go down the land dolphin races and lay some bets? 
Me neither. That seems inhumane. Let's just let them run free. Why don't we have dolphin races? Just side note. Yes, dolphin races would be fresh. I'd really I, rather watch that than horse racing. I think it's because creating on sea seating is so is so mm-hmm. uh, daunting. Because everyone who would want to watch dolphins race is fat, so you would. I don't know how you would buoy them. When I you mean, call, you, you would ride. need like mermaid jockeys. Probably. See, yeah. Right. If I said dolphin jockey, that kind of sounds like a racist slur, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Or like guess, something you call a scuba diver if you don't like know what that is. Very yeah. good. Maybe someone, some sort of islander. I don't know. Is it maybe it's like a, maybe it's like a Tongan racial slur. I don't know. I do not know that that. I don't think it's. It's like somebody who's not from the island. You mean like they put yeah. the pineapple on top of their uh, on top of their beef? You know, like oh, you don't put the beef on the pineapple. You dolphin jockey. Yeah. <laughs> Go back to the mainland. Um, Is that your islander impression, Justin? Yeah, you just say everything slow. <laughs> Go back to the mainland, dolphin jockey. You sound like you've lost the ability to have inflection. In yeah, your if voice. the if like the if the Caribbean had like a deep south, and also you were drunk. Take take your. <laughs> Take your Banana Republic polo and your ability to modulate your voice tone back to the mainland, Dolphin Jackie. <laughs> now it's becoming like a Charlton Heston Islander. It's well, it, he he played it, and it was oh, the '60s. It was a crazy time. They got Charlton Heston. It was like Genghis Khan and John Wayne. You know, they 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 got a white man to play an ethnic role. It was, it was yeah. highly, uh, highly offensive. <laughs> I need to stop you both right here because I don't think either of you have watched a hip hop music video in the past 15 fucking years because I do not think popping and locking it is still a thing that is commonplace. I do not think in a new Chris Brown video people are moving like robots. Are people still busting a move? That is no. No. Do they drop it like it's hot? Young oh, MC no. took that one to the fucking grave, dog. <laughs> they take it to the floor. Now, now spin touch their toes. Now put some cardboard on the floor and spin around real fast. Oh yeah, do they do that head spin thing where like they kind of say, uh, pardon you me, I do it like a tornado. T- teacher, you- uh, uh, would you like to see my tootsie roll? No, <laughs> no, I wouldn't because it's fucking 2012. It is not 1999 anymore. I don't need you to teach me how to Dougie, but I would appreciate some notes on how to improve it. <sighs> Charlie Brown. Nope. It's not. <laughs> it's super not. Psst. When do we start working on the electric slide? We never did. Never will. Never did that. Can't. It was never a thing. Can, uh, excuse me, teach. Can you teach me how to do that move that the guy in the fishing hat does where he shakes his head really fast and it looks like he's <laughs> vibrating? <laughs> I think it's in Breaking 2. Teach. Teach. When do we start the partner work with the brooms? <laughs> what? What are you talking Is about? Breaking you 2. You mean Fantasia? Well, no, but now, yes. Uh, teach. Pardon me. When do, we, when do we get the lesson about dancing on the ceiling? <laughs> That's going to go on on. Teach. On. When do we start the Jamiroquai work? Uh, now, Friday, we have a Jamiroquai workshop. Uh, we do have the room where the floor is a giant treadmill. So, everyone, we're going to have a lot of fun. Yeah. Don't bring don't bring your bags in, please. Do not bring your bags, but do bring in your gigantic hats, like Mr. Jamiroquai would wear. 
Did you guys know that the lead singer of Jamiroquai was just named Jamiroquai, and it was just him? Now, is that true? No. Why did you He lie? was actually the last of the Jamiroquai Indians. Exactly. <laughs> what? Oh, Christ. Do you think that metaphorically, like, when we look back at college and think of all the times we didn't get it? Yeah. And you're like, ugh. Do you think that's what, like, all of life is like, that metaphorically, like... If you're not getting it, it's so... The difference between college and the life I'm living right now, this is what I'm saying. The difference between college and the life I'm in right now is similar to the difference between... Is relatable metaphorically to the difference between being alive and being dead. Mm -hmm. Is basically what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you think that's an accurate metaphor? I don't think it's... I bet bet that hell is just like a series of being able to watch, like, completely watch on, like, television or on a giant movie screen those moments... And then, like, having a pop-up video that's like, Bloop. if he would have done this, yeah. then this is right. the million-dollar idea that would have changed his life, or it would have been the most amazing night of his life, but he if didn't because if, he was chicken shit. Hey, if you'd ordered the Panang Curry, Steve Buscemi would have heard, and then you'd be like, oh, bro, that's my fave. Mm-hmm. Let's party down. And then he and would then have w- been best friends with Buscemi. Yeah, and that is, I guess, life's ultimate achievement. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I regret I'm just my life cool is thing that could happen. my life is perfect right now. I have a great podcast and family and girlfriend and job and but man, me and Bushim were buds. I would <laughs> what if Bushi were your roommate? Oh God, I would forsake everything to be a Bushimi bud. <laughs> you fucking idiots! I'm sorry that this isn't enough. I'm sorry that you don't live satisfying lives and that you need like a a trap toothed actor to help you. <laughs> To help you find satisfaction. I'm gonna tell Sydney all this shit that you said. And Teresa. You don't have you no, don't no, have to please. listen. Listen, baby, 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 baby. I love you. But I I love love Bushimi. So <laughs> I just feel like there's a Bushimi shaped hole in my mm-hmm. life. It was for Sydney's for Sydney's sake that I didn't pick like a girl or something. Like I didn't say like and then Kathleen Turner would hear, mm-hmm. and oh. you would get totally crazy. So wait, in your ear. mind, Kathleen Turner is the female version of Steve Buscemi? <laughs> like, they're equivalent? Right, exactly. Oh, Christ. You could do toys. Like, I've got in my cubicle um, a Harry Houdini bobblehead, a Superman bust, and a donkey figurine from Shrek that talks. Go fuck yourself. What? Why, Griffin? No, Harsh. Travis, you're an adult. I am you're an adult. adult. I'm an adult that works at a theater. I can you're going to be somebody's husband soon, and you have a Shrek toy on your desk where he you talk. He says, like, you know what everybody likes? Parfaits. You know, you ever heard someone say, you want parfaits? says, hell no, I want a parfait. Parfaits are delicious. It's hilarious. Every that time. was word for word. <laughs> you have used this toy so much that you have memorized that entire soliloquy. It's great. It's a good thing. And he also makes jokes about Shrek farting. He says, like, shoo, Shrek. You used to rip one off. I have my mouth open and everything. It's pretty great. I'm just saying. It's just a pretty good thing. Justin spit coffee all over his keyboard. He had to go. Did he really? <laughs> yeah, he's cleaning it up now. Um, okay. Um, what an idiot. You're so dumb. stupid Shrek doll. Hey, do you have any creative ideas for fundraisers? I'm raising money to spend two years in Nicaragua. Volunteering, and I'm a little short of my goal. Thanks! Eva D. Can you kickstart a 
a Nicaragua trip? You can uh, kickstart pretty much. If I wanted to go to Hardee's, but I didn't want to pay like the four <laughs> bucks for for a sandwich of of sausage and eggs, then Let, I could kickstart that. Let's kickstart a my brother, my brother, and me Hardee's party, mm-hmm. and it's basically like however much money we get. That's how many people. Well, okay, to start, we need five hundred thousand dollars to build the Hardee's. What? Mm-hmm. There's a Hardee's in Route sixty. <gasps> you guys have Hardee's here? Go get it. We'll need at I least. Gotta go. I think we're in pretty good with Andrew WK, so he'll probably cut us a pretty sweet deal to record a version of his song, When It's Time to Party, We Will Party Hard, Ease, the <laughs> my, my, my brother, my brother, and me breakfast uh, fundraising when experience. It's time to party, we will party hard. Ease. <laughs> <laughs> what are the California raisins doing? Will they come back? I will put on a garbage bag and dress like a California raisin for you. This is going to be a really good party. I'm really excited about <laughs> you this. You guys, this is going to be like a super bad party. You're welcome. I went to my super bad party. It was at a Hardee's on Route 60. <laughs> they had little sliders. It was it was awesome. It was a little arty farty. <laughs> what are we William doing? I mean, it's Hardee's. It's no Sardi's, but it was a Hardee's party. Just don't be don't be tardy. It's oh, not for Christ's so. sake, move on. Get a ride with my friend Marty to the Hardy party. Next, my friend dude. Marty erased all my pictures. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, creative ideas for fundraisers. Um, I think if I saw a grown woman selling lemonade, that would be pretty crazy. <laughs> I think I would probably donate to her because I'd assume she was she she had fallen on hard times. Especially if some of the letters were backwards. Mm-hmm. Oh no. Oh. Or she put like womenade. <laughs> Wait, not well, women. Not, is a not women. Fundraising goal. I actually think you could be arrested for selling women aid on the street. Uh, excuse me, you got a permit for this women aid? You, you sound adorable, officer. Is, no, I mean, is lemonade is lemonade is women aid lemonade sold by women? What is it? I thought it was lemonade sold for women, like made of them. <laughs> Like you put a spigot in the side of a woman and women aid comes out. <laughs> it's adorable. It's 100% pure fresh women aid. This is like, I feel like a new energy beverage, a new vitamin water is invented every week, and women aid is our fucking meal ticket. I know. Women aid is, is the. It, here's what it's got it's got a natural balance of electrolytes that's going to help sure. you rehydrate. It's also got estrogen because that's something that's in ladies here's what you do so b12 yeah and whatever is in red wine that makes you not get alzheimer's (laughs) you you gotta you gotta you take a regular country time lemonade you cut it with water because vitamin drinks uh can't taste as good as normal drinks right and then you throw a one a day women's uh supplement in there and That's then a, so key. And then just a dash of red wine. Just hey, guys, can I, let me throw this out. Let me hit you with this. Okay. Okay, the spokesperson, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta for women aid. Now, I think we can should I, get a woman. That's a brave, that's what? A, that's a brave choice. That seems, uh, seems pretty cut and dry. I don't like it. It's too obvious. Um, you, you, you know, what women these days are so concerned about is uh, osteoporosis. So women aid does have ground up bones in it. Nice. Yeah. So you can get your calcium. It is. It's, it's the chunks that let you know it's working. It does make it a little mealy. It makes it sort of sludge-like. Hey guys, what what would you think of this as like a mascot? Uh, the the little animated baby from Ally McBeal. <laughs> I love it. Your biological clock's ticking, and it's counting down to women aid time. Mm-hmm. Crack open a fresh women aid. 
with the baby from Ally McBeal and Ray Liotta, mm-hmm. our spokespeople's. Get out of here, baby. You're creeping me out. This is Ray Liotta's voice. <laughs> and they, they promised him that they were going to CGI the baby in later, but they never did. <laughs> did you see that fucking Women Ain't commercial? I'm Ray Liotta is losing it. I'm losing my mind over this. <laughs> no, Look at I him with believe- his little diaper. <laughs> Doing that little dance. What do you call that, baby? It's just, hey, baby, get back here. Hey, hold this drink for a second, baby. I got a Women Ain't. Pi- I got a pitch Women Ain't. Gotta sell the people on it. Ooh, get chaka. Right, baby? <laughs> Ooh, like chaka. That? All right, baby. Remember that? Remember when you and Pierre McNichol? Oh, man, I love that show. This, I, I feel like Women Aid idea is going to make us a lot of money. Okay. So the, the neighborhood that our, um, our company house where all of our young actors live, is, it's not a nice neighborhood. And the other day, they were telling me that this, this group of young, young people was just throwing rocks at cars, like oh. on the street. Not even cars driving by, just parked cars on the street, just throwing rocks at them. Can we, but Why? before we before we jump to any conclusions, are we sure that those cars didn't ask those children to throw rocks at them? Kind of Knight Rider situation? What? The Knight Rider where the cars are talking to him and asking him to throw rocks at them. No, 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 no. You know, Knight Rider. You know, Knight Rider. Knight Rider. With John Ritter. <laughs> It's just John Ritter giving David Hasselhoff piggyback rides. Ritter rider. Yeah, love that one. Oh my god! Sorry, I just had the vision of John Ritter voiced by Mr. Feeney, and I'm gonna have a rod all day now. Perfect. That's gonna really impede my work day. My girlfriend and I like knew what exactly almost what time her ring was going to be available she knew it was happening and said to me if you wait i will kill you okay right and so i like proposed as soon as i got home which was fine it was very nice for us got down on one knee did said some romantic things bought her flowers very nice and then i had to spend um the rest of time explaining to people why i didn't do something more surprising sure now here's the counter counterpoint um, who wants to get married? Bond chain milk and ca- milk. And the- don't milk the cow. You can go out and get it. You don't have to ch- tie yourself down with a. Don't just fry free on that hot air balloon because you don't need a sandbag tying you down. It's like, just go see, just go sow your seeds in the field of pussies. I don't remember that scene Wait from UHS. Stop the world! I want to get off. Wait, did you just say sow your seed in a field of pussies? <laughs> What kind of ship are you running here? So your wild it's oats in the pussy dirt. It's not a ship, it's a farm, obviously. Pussy farm, Zynga's new Facebook hit. <laughs> Come water my pussy so I can get 30, 30 pussy coins. <laughs> Have you seen my pussy cow? I think it wandered onto your Facebook farm. Give us thirty dollars, we'll give you six hundred giant giant points that you can use to buy new pussy cows. Oh, the pussy wolf came and snuck in your farm, and ate all your rutabagas. You pussy bagas. Our ve- our wolves are vegetarian. <laughs> Don't steal that in your Facebook game. We'll sue you. Come on down to Giant Giant Ranch for all the we got milk for from the pussy cows. God. Ready to move on. There was a lot of, I guess, I guess it's good that we 
do a split every now and then because we usually talk about boners a lot. But there was a lot of discussion of the vagina and its parts in this in this particular yeah. episode. Griffin, the one thing that you should have learned from uh, Mexico is no regrets. You know? Which no is also regrets. the Romney campaign slogan. <laughs> no yeah. Full Never speed look ahead. back. Romney, 2012. Fuck, it. Fuck it. It's like my 12th time trying this. I have nothing left to lose. You want to see my taxes? I want to see the future. <laughs> why is everybody... Why are you in the past? <laughs> I want to I talk about how much money I'm going to make next year. That's what I'm I looking forward, which is why I've hired a baby to be my vice president. <laughs> Come on, baby. We're going to the future. <laughs> Come on, baby VP. Baby VP, mm. that okay? How would you not vote? I think I would. I don't agree with Mr. Romney's politics. If he did put a baby on the ticket, I would be. What if he actually showed the baby like uh, sitting on the ticket, sitting on a ticket? And you did like like Romney was at his podium, and then you had like a small baby podium next to it. Then you mm-hmm. put a baby dressed like Mitt Romney God, with a Mitt Romney wig it. on, and he's wearing a toupee. <laughs> oh, I, love I would vote for that. Hey, that, Romney, if you're listening, just, you're welcome. Just imagine that VP debate, too, right? Because you would have uh, our, our VP, whose name escapes me. <laughs> Is what? Sorry? His name what escapes me at the moment. Uh, oh, man. You know. <laughs> Joey B. <laughs> you know the guy? Joey B. Joey, Joey Bag of Donuts is up there. <laughs> and he's Joey doing Bag of hit- Donuts, eh? He's doing his thing up there. I can't remember the goddamn vice president's name. I've been out of the country more days than I've been in the country. Don't you have to take a test to get back into the country? This is hugely embarrassing. I'm pretty sure it's Joey Flip. Is it not Joey Flip? (laughs) Flip Wilson? Flip Wilson? Vice president and known crossdresser Flip Wilson? Wilson. Okay. I want to see a a VP debate with Joe Joseph Gordon Biden. Yo, he was so good on Third Rock from the Sun. Uh, I loved his work in Brick. So good at that. I want him up there. I want a baby up there. And one of them is going to poop his pants, but the other one is going to say something offensive accidentally uh, about the gay community. And it's going to be great. Which one was which? I don't know. It could really go either way. You pay your money, it takes your chances. Uh, Let's get into the advice. I just forgot the vice president's fucking name for two and a half minutes. minutes. You're not even like an American anymore, really. Um, Damn it, Facebook. It's here's the truth about the Facebook, and I, I. It's sort of my whole. It's not just for me. It's not just Facebook. It's life. You know. Uh oh. You, you got downright Matthew McConaughey in Mexico. Huh? Now listen, listen, listen. Okay. Let's get, let's get these, these stinky, sticky bongos out. Let's just let's rap about this. <laughs> Fucking, how is anyone ever supposed to miss you if you're always there? Are you saying to disappear for a while? Was that on the uh, was that on the note the tweet stream of quotes from the Notebook? Because I do follow that. <laughs> hey, too. listen, hey, for listen. real, listen. If you're a bird, I'm a bird. bird. I mean, (laughs) fuck. (laughs) I'm gonna puke. Fuck. Listen, seriously, for real. Seriously. Listen, for real. This is F R E A L life lesson. How, like, if you're always tweeting and booking and LinkedIn about everything you do, no one's gonna give a shit. You gotta compress, and even then, nobody gives a shit about anything you do. The reason that your friend gets all these likes is because he says something broad. 
says something that means something to everybody, not just him. Went to five guys today. Too many fries. Zero likes. Yeah. No because li- everybody likes fries. No likes, no shares. You know why? Because everybody went to fucking five guys today. Yep. You know what? I'm going to drop some Carnegie on you. Here we go. You can win more friends in two weeks of getting interested in other people than you can in two years of trying to get other people interested in you. You put up a Facebook status that is about your life and how much it blows slash rules. I don't like either one of those. Mm -hmm. If it rules, I feel jealous. If it blows, I feel empathy. I don't like either of those emotions. If you put on your status like five o'clock somewhere, you know I like that because I'm into that. <laughs> That's I feel that. I'm um, with you on that. Or get engaged because that's what I did, and I got fucking like 350 likes in two hours. I love this, Travis. You have just given birth to the to the king of ideas. Cracked it. Get engaged, or just every and then end it and just then get engaged again on that, cycle. That's a little extreme, but there are a ton. Opened up my new business today. <laughs> Three days later, business went under. Should have had a better plan. Anyone know a good music to listen to? And then say like, "Pray for me. Pray for me. Uh, I'm gonna. I've got to go pray on it. Let go of my God. Like, 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 like. Anybody got any choice quotes about prayer and its meaning and value? Anyone got some sweet Bible verses for me? Need them. Last weekend was my birthday. It's happy birthday. No, no. Happy birthday, Justin. Not like, 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 like. I'm gonna share that with all my business friends. (laughs) Oh, Like, 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 like. One idea, find a picture of an old guy in a military outfit and then say, this was my pop pop. Mm-hmm. He passed away this week or something like that. Oh, like, 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 like people like, 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 put like, like him and my GMAR high school sweethearts. Mm-hmm. People are going to like that. Like, this, this is my g in the blood Americans. Mm-hmm. This is my g in the war. I want, I want, I, I like how your g looks. I want to be his LinkedIn professional buddy. <laughs> I want a buddy. I want a buddy link with him. Like, like, like. I, I name I name my Farmville after my Jeepa. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 like. I retweeted your grandpa's pussy farm. <laughs> like, 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 like. You guys want to hear a great joke? It's yeah. on Yahoo. Okay. Justin Kane sent it in. I've never read a Yahoo joke before. We'll see how it works. Uh, Ronnie says, "How do you make a horse laugh then cry?" Uh-huh. To make I, a horse laugh, you go up to the horse and whisper in their ear, my dick is bigger than yours. To make a horse cry, the guy shows him his penis, and it was bigger. <laughs> <laughs> that mm. is a pretty... That almost beats my pika joke. Almost. Yeah. Comes the, close. Yeah. The uh, top answer on that says horses don't care about penis size. <laughs> Bullshit, they don't. <laughs> they don't even speak English, you guys. You don't evolve penises that big without some sort of underlying biological, biological imperative. Bajikajis. Without some <laughs> sort of biological imperative. Um, and a man with a penis larger than a horse's is, is to be pitied. He will never have a full erection. It could not lay with a woman, even if he could. <laughs> Weird. Yes. <sighs> No, Griffin had a pretty good bit where he used to come up to you and say, is there a baker under your bed? Mm -hmm. And you would say, no. And then Griffin would say, have you checked? (laughs) Then we'd say, no. Then Griffin would say, then how do you know there is not a baker under your bed? (laughs) 
And you know, for I, some people, it was adorable and hilarious. For me, it was terrifying. And I often Griffin, lived in fear of fear Because they were in bunk beds, and Griffin would hang his head down at 4 o'clock in the morning and shout this into Travis's face. I, uh, I have a confession that I need to get off my chest after okay. probably 22 years. Okay. Oh, wow. I stole the Baker Under Your Bed joke from the movie Rocket Man. <laughs> oh, I stole... Wait. Probably my most minute. the joke that whenever you talk about how funny a kid I was, I stole that shit from Harlan Williams. <laughs> Took it right are from him. You, are you telling me this? <laughs> I hate you. So Took it right much. from him. I hate your fuck. Are you serious? Ten years old, you thought, oh my god, this kid's on another level. Nope. You know who is on another level? Is Harlan Williams. <laughs> He, well, he's on another level for a 10-year-old. That's still. great, because when I was seven, I used to think that Griffin was like a young Harlan Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy now shit, I Griffin. Yeah. Now I'm being usual suspects again. I know. I know. <laughs> Kaiser Soze, too. Soze again. Um, I didn't... Uh... Soze, we all. Soze, we all. <laughs> you the suspect those. Oh, God. Can we go to the money zone? Man, a lot of great stuff, Trav, huh? Yeah, hilarious, but also makes you think. <laughs> That's the best thing about it, is that it makes you think. Um, and what we want you to do right now is think about spending some money on our beloved sponsors. First up this week is Bowl and Branch. That's B-O-L-L and Branch. Uh, we've been telling about them for a long time. They have wonderful, impossibly good sheets. They're the only ones that I'll sleep on. Otherwise, I won't sleep. I'll just lay and think about how itchy and crappy my non-bowl and branch sheets are. So I don't use them. Um, They're 100% organic cotton sheets, which means they start out super soft and get even softer over time. Plus they last longer. Um, And that's why bowl and branch will let you sleep on them for 30 nights. If you're not thrilled, send them back for a full refund. Um, Another idea, these make a great gift. They come in really beautiful packaging. And uh, I think anybody would be excited to have new great sheets. Um, They're also very strong. If you're looking to like string them together to climb out of a tall tower. Tall tower, you can totally do that. Or if you wanted to use them to like catch people who are jumping out of like second story windows of a burning building. Whatever. It doesn't say that on the package. I want to make it clear. Bowen Branch is not making these claims. These are Travis McElroy originals. Uh, right now, our listeners can order at bowlandbranch.com and get $50 off a set of sheets. That's $50. 50 clams. 50 clams. Uh, that's bowlandbranch.com. Promo code my brother. Bowl and Branch. That's B O L L and branch.com. Promo code my brother and get $50 off a set of sheets. Is clams a thing people say in terms of money? It is, right? It is a thing. Right? Who also got the week, Trav? I said it, and it didn't sound right. Um, Also, this week, we've got Harry's. Justin, let me ask you a question. How's your face? Great. Perfect, actually. Yeah? Yeah, it's a perfect face. smooth? It's perfectly smooth. It's a great face, but you know why? It's perfectly smooth? You have no facial features? No, it's a perfect face, and you know why? Because I use 
I I I use Harry's for my shaving needs. Yeah, I do. Harry's. Um, it's just I would say a revolution in the world of shaving. You uh might still be doing like the store bought stuff, and you're going and you're having to wait for somebody to come unlock the acrylic bulletproof case because you're some kind of razor criminal. But Harry's doesn't believe in all that shit. You go to harrys.com, you just order what you need. And you know what? Because they don't have all of that like brick and mortar overhead stuff, you're going to get it at a way cheaper price, but with higher quality blades. And that's the deal with Harry's. You get high quality blades at like cheap, cheap prices. It's a great deal. And right now, Harry's has a limited edition set um, that would be perfect for maybe a holiday gift or just a little treat for yourself. Uh, it's called the um, Winter Winston Shaving Set. It has a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which you can get engraved with initials. Um, three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. It also has some uh, foaming shave gel, and it comes in a beautifully designed gift box. So this isn't just like you know plastic, that bubble packaging that looks like you, you bought it at the corner store. This looks like something someone would be happy to open, be excited to get, and that's all for only 30 bucks and razors they're for everybody um you razors know, are for everybody That's i use hard. it Teresa uses it um and bb uses it we've tried <laughs> to get her to stop but she just won't she's like no dad where does she play keep with the razor. these razors <laughs> i well we don't keep a clean house we just leave razors laying around sure. um listen at these, I know, at these prices you can afford to jeff yeah we just we get them half of the razors we have we just throw on the ground you know what i mean <laughs> so how can they get it uh, well, what you're going to want to do is you're going to want to go to harrys.com um, and you're going to enter the code MYBROTHER at checkout and you'll get $5 off. Uh, now, this is a limited edition uh, shave set, so they still will have their other sh- shave sets, but this Winter Winston shaving set um, it won't last long. And free shipping uh, ends on December 9th. So if you're looking to get something for the holidays, you're going to want to go get it now. Go to harrys.com and enter the code MYBROTHER, all one word, at checkout for $5 off. Uh, trust me, it's amazing. Go check out harrys.com, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Uh, I got a message for Ben, and it's from Doug. And the message is, happy birthday, bro. I definitely didn't buy this a week before your birthday because it was actually less than a week. Yep. I'm best brother. Sorry for the disappointment a long time ago. Maybe it'll happen in time for my birthday. In which case, happy birthday me, probably. For me. <laughs> Buckle up, Doug. Love and it. the t- time frame, it literally says this. Uh, the time frame is May 8th, lull, which I think that they, I think probably uh, Doug knew uh, knew what he was when he picked us up. So so thank you to Doug and happy birthday a long, long time ago, Ben. You know, oh, speaking of um, the, the, the Jumbotrons are on sale again. I haven't checked to see how far in advance they are sold out now, but they did go on sale today, um, the 28th. So don't wait. If don't you're looking sleep. for something, go go do it now. You got another message here, Trav? We do. Um, this other message, Justin, thank you for asking, is for wheelchair, and it's from Snake. Happiest birthday, boo. I love you the most. I'm so glad you were born. Good job on another 365 days of super badassery. You've got the brains, the looks, the booty, and the hooks. 
hooks for hands. Enjoy the brothers saying these things. Butts, 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 butts. Get out of my dreams and into my car. Beep, boop, boop, beep. I'm a robot. <laughs> that was a very good message. That was pretty solid. That's I liked solid. all of that a lot. That's great stuff. So happy birthday. And that was for June 25th. So again, very sorry about that. <laughs> Whoops. Whoops, a daisy. Uh, anyway, uh, folks, thank you for listening. Um, and uh, uh, oh, oh, before we head back into the show, the new episode of Till Death Do Us Blart is up. Went yes. up on Thanksgiving. In case you missed it, go check that out. Um, in case you don't know what that is, me, Justin Griffin, and Tim and Guy from the Worst Idea of All Time watch and review Paul Blart Mall Cop Two every American Thanksgiving for the rest of linear time. Go check it out. Till Death Do Us Blart. Uh, anyway, back to the show. Uh, this Maybe. one was sent in by Krista Whalen. Thank you, Krista. It's by Yahoo Answers user Kevin, who asks, If your celebrity crush says he or she will go out with you, if you eat just a little bit of his or her poop, would you do it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Can you reread the question? If your celebrity crush says he or she will go out with you, if... Stop right there. Stop right there. Okay. Go out with you? Listen, (laughs) if you're talking about an ongoing relationship with my celebrity crush, this isn't just a one-off situation, okay? Anybody who begins the tenor of the relationship with... Just eat a little bit of my food. So how did you guys meet? Well, funny story. It's a a terrible... What if that's that's how I met your mother ends? (laughs) (laughs) The final series. The last shot of the show is the two kids on the couch horrified. Yeah, the series finale, the episode is 30 seconds long. And Bob Saget's like, (laughs) all right, here it comes. Are you ready? It's Penelope Cruz. And she said, how you feel about scat? And I said, not great. And she said, well, tough. And then I ate just a little bit. The end. (laughs) And the camera pans around and Bob Saget is wearing a ball gag. And he's in chains. (laughs) Any other questions? Now get out of here. So your mom can poop on me. Oh, man. <laughs> and that is the story. Now your mom says her little whore has done enough storytelling. <laughs> it's time to get upstairs and do my whore job. Like a good little slut that I am the dad from my Metro Mother. I have to go. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh, shit. That'd be great. Those kids would be so angry. Like, we've been sitting here for seven years. And that's how it ends? The end of it is you eating And he just looks at it and goes, poop? the aristocrats. Yeah. <laughs> really? What, what if... So you think it might be a celebrity mother? You think that, that <laughs> and that's behind... how I met your mother, Gina Davis, <laughs> <laughs> known archer and scat enthusiast and st- star of Cutthroat Island, Gina Davis. Earth girls may be easy, but Earth boys will eat your poopy. <laughs> it's science. Um. I also feel like just revealed too much in letting people know that my celebrity crush is Gina Davis. <laughs> well, now Gina Davis or Earth Girls are easy era. Yeah, Gina Commander Davis. in Earth Chief Girls, Gina, are, nineteen okay. like nineteen eighty eight, circa uh, Gina Davis. Sure, but also circa nineteen eighty eight, uh, Andy McDowell. So, oh my God, yes, I got some weird standards. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for, and for, it includes time travel, I guess, <laughs> um, or and being eight. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. There isn't 
we're not equipped to we're all we're all in uh, very happy relationships um I feel like if this question was to hang out with a celebrity you think you that's be what best I'm friends saying. with, it, would you eat a little bit of Alton Brown's poopy just to like just to like? Well, hang yes. Out with Have you seen how well he eats? Yeah, he would prepare it. <laughs> he I got think, way healthy. Yeah, I'm. I'm saying like if you said like eat a little bit of David Tennant's poop. All mm-hmm. over it. Yeah, Can sure. we not have this conversation? Travis would probably eat a little all. bit of David Tennant's poop, even if it meant just not hanging. Just, just, just if it like just showed up in a FedEx box. <laughs> even if I just ran into a dude on the street in London who said, "Hey, you want a bit of David Tennant's poop?" I, I would ask the price. Can can this not happen? Let me just this ask. Com- let me the listen. I only minutes. listen. I know you want to get off this subject, but I have like seventy-five more questions. Um, do you think there are people out there? And I really, I don't, I don't fancy myself a celebrity, but do you think there are people out there who would eat a little bit of our poop just to hang out with us? Yeah. I really hope not. Like I super, super, super hope not. Okay, but, well, let me rephrase. I bet there are people out there that would just eat our poop. I don't think it's no, Travis. Have to no, do we're not, hanging out no, with us. No, we're not. We're not tenant level, but I think we have a little. No, bit. no, no. I'm saying just because I think there are people out there that like to eat poop. Oh, sure, sure. Okay. <laughs> I, guys, everything that's happening right now is the worst thing that's ever happened to me. Okay. Justin, wanna... there's not a single celebrity whose poop you would eat to hang out with them? There's not a single person who's... Antonio Banderas. I sh- Okay. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> Shit. You know how to cut to the core of me. Um, Travis? Um, let's see. Yeah, let's, um, let's, I need we to gotta talk go about like, something like humans talk about. I need to take I... like a big gulp of water and just... Ugh. Ugh. Not a big gulp. I hate this stupid podcast. I recently started a new job and I got a problem. My manager burps constantly, never excuses himself. He mentioned once that he burps when he is hungry, but that would mean he's hungry all the time. The other day, your boss is Yogi Bear. The other day, I think he burped in front of a customer and didn't say anything. Also, these are not little burps. Should I say something to him? If so, what should I say? Is this just a guy trying the... Is just a, is this just a guy thing that girls just have to deal with? I was bullied by a burper in elementary school, so maybe I'm more sensitive to burps. Please help me out. Grossed out in Greenwich, who works for Travis. Pretty sure it's Greenwich. No. Oh, Greenwich. I don't know why I said Greenwich. I'm so sorry. You edited that, so I saw Okay. Oh, a dog. <laughs> um, a, burps are completely natural. Travis B, burps. this gentleman needs to learn to excuse himself. Travis did you, burps. Did you say egg burps are Because <laughs> I'm here to tell you, egg burps are the pits, and they are the most unnatural things. I said the letter A. Okay. It sounded like egg. Burps. So are you are you hungry right now? Is that a burp? I actually am very hungry. I have not f- eaten all day. Okay. The first time God smelled an egg burp, he was like, I did not make that. <laughs> that one's on I me. blew it. This I is not it. of my this is not of my creation. That one's on Satan. That was <laughs> a Satan burp. I have not I have not eaten in the last three days to avoid burping. I'm okay. trying to cut back. I appreciate that. Um no because Travis Travis burps a lot. Travis has the dyspepsia. I have a disease. You have a disease. He tries to blame it on a disease, but it's really just rude. I don't know what. The, it's I not rude. That, How is it? The rude? disease doesn't well, make you, you have... open your fucking mouth when you burp like you do. <laughs> if I don't burp, I'll vomit. You the, close d- your. The disease doesn't make you go to the trophy store and buy one every time. 
I'm just saying. I had one once. It was like three minutes long. It sounded like a demon was coming out of me, and it was epic. That's fine. How does the but disease prevent you from covering your goddamn mouth? Or not buying a t-shirt. Because I'm not a child. I'll burp when I want to in my own goddamn house. But you're, you're not often your not in your house. house. I'll burp in your house. I'll burp in anyone's house. I would not, could not. In a house. One time I actually heard Travis burp out the words <laughs> Cincinnati King of Burps. Which, <laughs> to be fair, that was during a job interview and I knew. Um, no, I'm and now I'm this person's boss. I am. <laughs> so I'm climbing up the ladder. I'm afraid I might have it. I've, I've, uh, this past year I've been doing, I've, I've been burping a lot. And there's, it's really not from a place of pride like Travis. I'm deeply ashamed every time I do it. And I live with my girlfriend now. So she has to like, I always try to be dainty about it. So that's a sin it. trying to come out. I try to be right, dainty, right. probably. Uh, I try to be dainty about it. But it, it's, there's just nothing doing. And I always feel this need to just apologize profusely every time you it happens. You just hide it behind a lace fan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, put your gloved hand to your, the back of your hand, to your mouth. Right. And hide it mm-hmm. because apparently you're a Victorian. And then I, f- I fa- just burp like an American. I faint every time too, which is nice. Um, <laughs> ah, that's the vapors. No, it's 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 horrible. It's disgusting. You're farting with your mouth, and like you wouldn't, you wouldn't. In in all seriousness, you should not like this dude is wrong burping at a professional workplace in front of customers as your boss, mm-hmm. like. Don't get me wrong. I celebrate my burps at home with friends where it's safe. It's not, but go on. <laughs> but I'm saying, I think that you're perfectly in, in the right to the next time he does it, be like, hey, Chet, cut it out. You realize that That's like gross. when I'm like staying over at your house on a trip or something like that, and you burp, the first thing I don't think is, oh, this is a really safe environment for me to be in. <laughs> I f- you don't think, well, I'm a guest in his house. So no, I, I think, are you fucking right kidding me? I'm holding a burp right now, you guys, because I love you and I love our listeners. When I know Griffin's coming to my house, I uh, <laughs> I turn on a nice scentsy. Mm-hmm. I'll maybe select a scent a scent cake to put in, something I know he'll enjoy. When Griffin goes to Travis's house, Travis just burps in his face and shouts, Dominance! Yeah. Listen, I will not be bullied. Yeah. All right? <laughs> Burbers unite. Stand up. That- I think it's, a, it's an old-fashioned... You might as well be telling me about how you're gonna get a phosphate yeah. down the soda fountain uh, with with and then pin a girl and go steady. Okay. We're adults. It's 2012. Burp if you want to. It no, shouldn't be offensive. You burp. It's an it's an over, it's an archaic rule. What Manners are you talking wise? about? How does it upset anyone? You burp so hard once, a, my beer fell over. <laughs> how does it affect anyone other than being children and giggling at it because it's burping? Because it smells up, like gentlemen. all burp the food loud, you've burp eaten. Proud. It's burp okay, loud, how, burp proud. How far do you extend this? Like, do you shit in your hands and throw it at people? So no, gobble well, that up. Not. Gobble that up. Pretend I'm Gina Davis. Like, what are you? No, because that has. I don't. I also don't burp in people's faces. I don't sneak up behind them while they're napping and burp in their ears. Out so of the you would excuse So that yourself, would be hilarious. You would excuse yourself to the corner to defecate it, <laughs> like a, some sort of beast. Is that what you're saying to me? Listen. One some step us, at a time. Travis, some of us are trying to live in a society. Right. Over yeah, here. and I'm trying to make this society safer with people with my disease. You're saying... You're saying when you make it sound like you're throwing up invisible vomit, <laughs> it's because it's for a fucking cause? You're making a point? 
Well, no. It's because I enjoy burping. It's the okay. Travis is on the March of Grimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh man. You are horrible. Um eat better. Yeah. Just eat better. Just treat yourself <laughs> better be food wise. Or me? Yeah. Okay. My lady friend's sister got knocked up by a questionable suitor from your hometown. That's Huntington, West Virginia. We're headed to the wedding next month and seek your guidance for things to do in Huntington that don't involve feigning confidence in the unholiest of unions. That's from Andy and Kendall. God. I think the better question is what can't you do? Yeah. We've prepared a musical number for just this situation. Here we go. You ready? Get drunk. Well, Griffin is correct. There are quite a few drinking establishments in Huntington. Mm. Uh, Just to name a few, uh, you got our favorite Stumblers 2 still stumbling. Real bar. Google it. Uh, There's uh, Peckers. Is Peckers still around? Uh, No, Peckers is now a teen nightclub. Is it? What? (laughs) It is. Because it was. was, uh, This is the God's honest truth. It was a Christian-themed nightclub, right? Called, like, Lamb of... Oh, fuck. What was it called? David? Lamb... No, Lamb, Lamb of, of Babylon? No. Lamb of Lamb. Fun? Fuck. No, there was Club Babylon City of Sin. Uh, that still exists. Which was uh, 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 an adjunct of the uh, Pearl Ultra Lounge. Those were yeah. both in the same building, but two different And names. that was the former Renaissance bookstore. Former Renaissance bookstore and for a short time jazz club. Um, mm-hmm. You got the Thirsty Whale. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh-huh. Which you, and uh, the Off the Shoulder Gentleman's Club. Mm-hmm, of course. Uh, you could go to Hanks. Hanks, Hanks, Marks, Dave's, St. Mark's Place. I've recently been informed by Google that there's a place called Jackhammers. Oh man! On Route 60, so make sure you get out there. You go to I, Driftwood or Stonewall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are Huntington's great. two gay bars. Mm-hmm. Um, Jackhammers, maybe a third for one. Huntington's two gay people. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. They each have all the, all the space they can want. No, they're they're popular. No, no, what else? It, uh, um, you get hyphy. Uh, you got hillbilly hot dogs. Just get yourself a, a snuffy dog with cheese or Huntington uh, Prime if you're looking for something a little fancier. A little fancier. You could go stare in the windows of the closed down theater. Mm-hmm. Keith you Alby. Could, which one you, you ask? Visit. Ah, take your pick. <laughs> take your pick. You can visit the burial place of Soupy Sales. I don't. Is he dead? Is he dead? Uh, he is dead. He you is go stare dead. at the river for hours. Mm-hmm. Also, well, you're on a lot of meth. Yeah, at the time. Yeah, right. You could buy meth. Oh, you buy, buy meth. meth. Yeah, sure. You can fight the urge to jump in that river, and just because you'll die. Just let it take you. Yep. Let it take you down. Um. And um, I think those are all the things. Mm-hmm. So enjoy. Have a great trip. Make sure to look me up. Uh, there are tours by my home. Ghost tours. <laughs> We go tours uh, by my home three times daily. Justin lives um, near a hospital, so a lot, a lot of spectral activity up there. Yeah, mm-hmm. I will take you on a ghost tour of some of Huntington's number one most haunted places. Mm-hmm. You, you ever tell you guys that story? I was, uh, I took a ghost tour in in uh, Savannah, uh, where we, you know, you go around the local locations, and really, it's just an excuse to stop by local bars. And you you drive around in a giant hearse and you stop at local bars and you get out and you buy some, uh, even if they're not haunted or supposedly haunted, you can still buy alcohol because Savannah has open containers. And you get all the spirits. You get all the spirits you want, right? So you can get a travel. 
and uh, travel around. And uh, at one of these breaks, at one of these uh, these these uh, you know beer beer breaks, uh, the driver is talking to my father-in-law, and he said, "Where are you guys from?" And we said, "West Virginia," and uh, and he said, uh, "Yeah, the, the, there's a, a prison there in in West Virginia." Uh, that that is supposedly haunted, right? And uh, mm-hmm. my father-in-law Tommy says, "Yeah, uh, uh, apparently it's it's uh, one of the most haunted uh, places in America." And the guy, I shit you not, says, "Well, most haunted is difficult to quantify." Is it? Is it? If a place difficult, if a place had a ghost in it, it would become the most haunted place in the world. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> one one very like bold ghost mm-hmm. that was just like I'm here. They stop trot- by anytime. They will trot that out though. Oh yeah, this is the most haunted. Mm-hmm. This is the most haunted cat per per square city. foot. We got a thousand ghosts a foot. A thousand, yeah. There's uh, so they're all many real crammed ghosts. in like sardines. Can't walk you from can... one end to the other without hitting a ghost. It's really tricky to. <coughs> oh, sorry, go little ghost. Go little ghost in my throat. <laughs> sorry. Sucked up some ghosts. Up to, oh, I'm gonna have some real bad Rhea tomorrow, but that's tomorrow's problem. Happy birthday, Jordan. Happy birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jay Phonic. Oh, are For we not allowed gift? to unmask? Uh, did I just like unmask just, like, the luchador? Him, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Go to jphonicmixtape.com. You might as well tell everyone that Dead Mouse's real name is Francis. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. <laughs> Francis, uh, what are you doing on that stage? <laughs> <laughs> Ma, I'm trying to make some beats. That's not music. I whatever happened to Rudy Valley? Ma, go home. <laughs> you look like a big old cyborg Mickey Mouse or something up there. What are you doing? Ma, I told you I'm working. That ain't a job. Get back to the diner and help your father clean up the hamburger slop. He's oh, not please. well and we're all waiting for the drop. <laughs> Give it to us. Give us that high beat. That stinky drop. Give us that fat, nasty bass. We're all waiting for it. We all got... Your grandpa's gonna die before you drop that fat bass on us. Your your cousin Skrillex would never make us wait this long for a fat, nasty drop. Oh, Jesus. <coughs> Francis, my high is peaking. <laughs> I'm about to come down. I got my hands in the air. I'm ready. Oh, Drop God it. Bless. Oh, God. Your father worked all day to synthesize this X. <laughs> my neon glow bracelets are losing the luminosity, Francis. Francis, they're closing the JCC at 7 p.m. All these people have to get out. Just drop it. <laughs> drop the beat. Oh. <laughs> can we, every time I we mean, do an episode, can we say one nice thing about each other? Just something sweet. Like, Justin, your ceviche is the best ceviche I've, I've had. And Travis, never the, hand, the, the muscles in your hands are, like, really big. Thank I've you. never made ceviche I don't know why you would say things like that. You have made ceviche for me before. It's really good. I have not. I have not made ceviche. You made for me you ceviche before, shrimp once. 
I did not make you ceviche shrimp once, but thank you. You made I fucking I, ate ceviche. If they were those just raw shrimp I was eating out of your refrigerator. Did I tell you guys about the text that I got from Dad? I got a text from Dad. Uh, this is like three weeks ago. It was maybe eight p.m. on a Saturday night, and I get a text from my uh, from our our shared dad that says, "Try ceviche." <laughs> just <laughs> apropos of nothing. Matt Clint's just like, hey, try ceviche. All right, Dad. <laughs> like I'm now? You putting it off. I was thinking you putting it off. This has gone far enough. I remember try I, ceviche. Do you think our dad, do you think he confused like his text message app and his notes app? He's like, oh, I got to send this. Going to forget this. Got to put it in the cloud. Oh, fuck. That's good. Oh, man. I'm. Just so you guys know, our, of course our um, our our listening audience won't be able to enjoy this. But just so you guys know, I'm not fucking with you. I'm going to send you the, uh, a a screen cap that I just took. Uh, here are the things that my dad texted me about. <clears throat> One premiere dates for shows that we both enjoy. This can be helpful sometimes, so I appreciate that. Two, and I don't know if you guys get these too. I don't know if you guys are on this mailing list. But when somebody dies, like uh-huh. a celebrity dies, oh yeah, I always get a text message from dad, and it's always very sick. it's 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 nice that he's almost the emotional pace car for these kinds of things because he lets you know that um, uh, he lets you know that yes, this person did just die, but it's cool to uh, to drop a goof in here. For instance, August twentieth, twenty twelve, and somewhere Fang is crying. What was that? Uh-huh. That's a, that was a reference to I think. Uh, Carol Channing dying, maybe? Or the Phyllis Diller dying. Mm. It was the reference to Carol Channing killing Phyllis Diller. <clears throat> um, explain to me about hashtags on Twitter. <laughs> oh, how about this? Oh, this is a classic Jim. He's moving on up. Oh. That, that was when Mr. Jefferson died. Priceless. 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 So good. <laughs> Dad doesn't text me. Um... <laughs> Must be lovely to have actually, Adam close relationship with your father. Actually, I got a text about that. Said I'm not texting Trav anymore. He just keeps texting me and calling me Travis Snow, and I don't know why. July third, twenty twelve. I hope Aunt B had him a big old pie waiting. Yeah, that's when Andy Griffith died. Mm-hmm. I got Thanks, this one Dad. August tenth. Big thumbs up on new pizza place. <laughs> that's that, that's not somebody dying. No, but it was really random. But we food- had not spoken about a pizza place prior to that. I don't even know what pizza place he was talking about. Here's here's another one, and this is I do not know where he was when he said this. He was going on vacation, but this is the exact text I got from our dad. We finally got here, and Richard Gear can blow me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it, it, that was from his shitty vacation in Rodan. Uh-huh. How about this, Jim? Oh, can we do this every week? This is so great. French French steward on Community, brilliant. <laughs> that says here's one, July seventeenth. We lost Donald Sobel. That is, of course, Donald Sobel, author of Encyclopedia Brown books. <laughs> oh man! After his ha- after his vacation, we are home. Don't get the tuna. <laughs> what tuna? <laughs> what place? Hey, Dad. You have to help I me love more you than very that. Much. Um, Don't have the tuna down. and do try ceviche. <laughs> Dad, oh, you're the best. Thanks, Dad. Dad. I love you so much. Your text light up my life. He's not... It, Man. 
these texts, us reading them out. They're loud, the poorest representation. They are. They make him sound completely headlines. incompetent when he's he's actually a, he's a very very smart uh, man. Uh, I just don't think he understands the the medium. Much like I don't think anybody over the age of ah forty three dies. Mm-hmm. Uh, listen, I'm thirty one, so I'm going to have to lower that bar to like thirty because I don't get it either. I don't understand what these the, these kids are talking about with emojis. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. You know what emoji? You know what? I'm going to tell you a truth. Do you guys know what emojis are? No. Emojis are like the little <clears throat> icons that are all like all Japanese phones support them, and more phones are starting to support them here. But they're they're basically icons that are like emoticons, but they're actually like little pictures that you can use to convey emotion as part of your text. Um, so they're high. They are highbrow emoticons. They're, they're highbrow, high flutin emoticons. They're next um, gen emoticons. Okay. They're next gen emoticons. They're called emojis. And uh, true story, for about three months after I first heard the term, I thought it was a fun slang for emotions. Like, <laughs> I'm feeling some powerful oh emojis, God. you guys. Uh, guys, I feel so many emojis right now. <laughs> so I'd like to try to repurpose that for that mm-hmm. purpose. I'm currently getting ready to ask my girlfriend of four years to marry me. But a bit of an issue has come up. While talking to her recently, she mentioned that her parents were a bit concerned that I had not yet talked to them concerning my proposal. She threw me for a loop. Is talking to her parents, namely her father, who thinks I'm a screw-up, necessary in this day and age? Or is that tradition that went away in the 50s? That's from Confused in California. No, it's still um, very much a thing. Yeah, so I've only ever gotten engaged the one time. But my thought on this is... Whatever they think is a tradition is the tradition. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think you should. Yeah, you should probably get a read on how traditional they are, um, which I think is gonna is gonna help you to light light your way here. I, I don't think that this um, this gesture would ever be. I mean, I I I do understand there's inherent sexism in the gesture, um, uh, but. but but I, I don't think that it's necessarily going to offend anyone doing it. I, I mean, I think you run a much greater risk of offending people by by not doing oh, it. Oh, yeah, like Teresa's right? parents. I was talking with Teresa before I did it, and I was like, I want to talk to your parents first. And she was like, they don't care. Don't worry about it. And I was like, yeah, but I do. And it was still a very nice moment, even though, like, it's not like if I had proposed without asking, they would have been super offended or anything. Can you guys it, tell me? It was just can, a nice moment for us. I want to hear your stories. I want to hear stories from Justin, and I want to hear stories from Travis about oh how my this God. talk went. Because, Justin, Mine I know was, yours was kind of a panic attack. I'm not good at anything that happens in this whole procedure. And I asked my my now mother-in-law if if uh, she and my father-in-law could meet me at their house on their lunch break. Which I love. And I'm like, come on back to the house. Let's just like talk this through. Because you start out by inconveniencing them. That's I nice. know. I this like is like that. full panic attack. Like my and I ask them. I say, well, I'd like to. You know, they they guess they knew the jig was up. And I am like, they somehow put two and two together. What yeah, if you just I've, like got them some subs, some Subway subs, and they just call it and you thought, I I just thought this would be a nice thing for us to do together <laughs> if we had Subway Sub Wednesdays. Would you come back to the house on your lunch break, please? I want to point out all the messes you need to clean up. Mm-hmm. Listen, I so I'm I'm in the middle of asking, and they say yes, and then 
my now father-in-law says, I, I, I would like to ask that you would consider maybe holding off uh, on, on getting married until after she had finished medical school. Cause I, I wouldn't want anything to get in the way of that. And I, I like, that was three years away. So I like slapped my hand down the table. I was like, listen, okay. Back off. I don't, this part of the story. I don't remember that part. I said, back off. I think I it's said. getting fictitious. And then I think even I think tall father-in-law that that's what I said. Father-in-law stood over e- you. Yeah. Even if your father-in-law was not a nine-foot-tall, uh, I would say Conan-esque figure, you yeah. would still probably not have the the uh, the gumption, uh, the vim to to pull that maneuver off. No, I just said like I'll think I'll think about it, and then we just never brought it up again. <laughs> and then you got married my... six months later. Yeah, it's got married six months later. That was my play there. I worked out pretty good. Mm-hmm. Didn't send him an invitation to the wedding until the day before. Yeah, he just didn't. He just didn't bring it up again. So I was like, well, I guess it's cool. I guess we're cool. Mm-hmm. Now, to be fair, sure you really cool. did tie Sydney down while she was in med school. Are mm-hmm. you kidding me? I, I, you burned crazy, all her books. The crazy <laughs> thing let her go to about, class. The crazy thing about his assertion is that I would ever do anything to get in the way of me making that money. I know. <laughs> I gotta get paid. Um, anyway, Tra- Travis was yours. Yours, I imagine, was was much smoother. Well, I mean, it was in the fact that like we, you know, we took them out to dinner in Dayton, so like they didn't have to like drive down to Cincinnati or anything. But like, I, can you drive down plan, to Cincinnati on your lunch break? My plan originally was like when Teresa like gets up from the table, you know, she go use the bathroom or something, or like she goes away to like check on whatever. I'll do it, and I told Teresa that, and about. 10 minutes in, 15 minutes in, she's like, well, I'll be right back. I'm going to go to the bathroom. And I stood up with her and like walked over and was like, I'm, I'm not going to do it till you come back. I can't do this without you there. She was like, oh, okay, cool. So I made her sit at the table while I asked mm, her parents. Push your so, courage to the sticking point, Travis. Yeah, I didn't at all. I was so, so freaked out in that Travis, moment. Travis, I would like to formally request that you start referring to me as King Nuggets. <laughs> The king of having nuggets. That's the full title. <laughs> the thing is, is let me let me just hear it once to kind of try it on for size. So here's the thing, King Nuggets. Um, <laughs> now, Travis, who is it? That she doesn't have to impress. It's you. No, no. Who is that again? Be you, King Nugget. Thank you. <laughs> it's King Nuggets. Yeah. Nugget I'm is cool a, King Nugget. Or, Nugget is adorable. Or <laughs> it sounds like you, his honorable and most venerable Nugs. <laughs> Hi, Nugs of Nuggington. King Nugget sounds like who Mayor McCheese had to overthrow <laughs> to instill democracy in McDonald Land. My liege, there's been an uprising. <laughs> the fry kids are revolting. Upturn the vats of honey mustard. <laughs> Take my child McRib and get him out of here. Whisk him to safety. Return Steve only McRib. when there is calm. <laughs> And even then, momentarily. Bring me the head of Grimace. <laughs> no, my lord, we don't know where the head starts. It just kind of slopes. <laughs> We're having a hard time figuring this just out. Just find a thick part of the gradient. <laughs> someone bring, someone bring me, bring me Lord Hichester McPizza. He's been gone from our kingdom. Advisor for heater. You served me well these many years. But now I must send you away to Taco Bell safety. My liege, here comes Kid Vid, the Kingslayer. 
He's riding wheels like a a beautiful chariot. <laughs> the kids club always pays their debts. <laughs> Oh, Christ. Oh, the kids club does always pay their debts. <laughs> you could, there, I don't see why, um, I don't see why the, the horse can't be dressed like something that people dress like. I remember one time a costume that I thought was pretty good was I saw a guy dressed as Judge Lance Ito. Mm. From so you want to dress a horse like Judge Lance Ito? From the O.J. Simpson trial. I thought that was a pretty good costume. So you could just dress the horse like, what's something people dress up like now? Probably Dog the Bounty Hunter. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Horse the Dog the Bounty Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mind if I do. What he if you all- dress as a hunter and you dressed your horse as like a wall-mounted like head on a, like a, like you had to put something around his neck so it looked like his head was mounted on a wall? No, that's, that's not macabre. Yeah, yeah, much. and you and you have to put the rest of them in a wall, mm-hmm. but then it's like pretty good. You put them in a box. Just stand still, horse. <laughs> I know. I think that I I think that that would be a pretty good make it something like a plaque out of cardboard, mm-hmm. and then just put. What about a zebra? I mean, I feel like zebra's right there. You I know? think that's like a minstrel show for horses. <laughs> oh my god! What? <laughs> what? Come on, you guys! Come on! Did you see? <laughs> What Daniel was wearing. I couldn't believe it. It's so bold. Then two days later, you see Lady Gaga wearing the exact same thing. She's so edgy. She's so edgy. She's in zebra face. It's unbelievable. She's in black and white and black and white and black and white and black face. Unbelievable. Didn't they make a movie about that called Bamzoozled? Yeah. Oh, Christ. Thank you. There are ten people out there that will laugh at that joke. No, there yeah. are. There are ten people who no, go, "Oh are. yeah, like bamboozled," and then they'll turn off our show did, and then they'll wait, throw their so computer can, away. Just so I can quantify, did you just say bamboozled? Yeah, I did. Okay, like in a zoo where like like a in a zoo. Would be. Okay, all right. I think it's all right. I think there's meat on them bones. <laughs> Thank you, Justin. <laughs> I, but why can't you just say like we're having an evening? We're doing stuff. Yeah. We're getting together. Oh, it's important to let people know what they're coming, like what they're coming into. Yeah, you want to you want to establish the 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 vibe. So, what would right? you call it, Justin? I don't know. I'm saying I don't have a good answer. I think we got to use a totally gender neutral word for like it has to be gender if you're neutral. But like nachos and steak. Then, what if we just called that like dump? And it's like a very... It's a, <laughs> We're taking a dump. No, no. It doesn't have to be that. Oh. It's just a word that sounds like the thing that it is. It's dump oh. night. Come on over for dump. <laughs> and then if... Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Um, dump. <laughs> Don't wear your fancy khakis. We're taking a dump. <laughs> I'm going to take that word back. From the way that the, I, the honestly the <laughs> juvenile way that you guys are using it, I just I'm gonna to open a fancy I'm, Chicago restaurant called Dump. Does it have like three? No, it has it? one U, one U with an umlaut. Dump. I just, want, I just <laughs> come on down to Dump. We got steak. We got steak. We got steak at Dump. K, K- peaks. Um, <laughs> Oh, the walls are just lined with plasma screens showing the my the choicest 
We got all the freshest Angus sticks and all the choicest cuts from KPEX. A jump. I need like cash, baked goods, gold coins would be great. Something gold. untraceable. I just need something I can trade when the revolution Some comes. Sky high know? sticks. Some something I can barter with, you know? Just something, something to get that, us out of the country. Give me some of that barter paper they call money. Do you guys want a, the um, final Yahoo? Yeah, please. God, save me for myself. Uh, this final Yahoo was sent by Emily Wall. Oh, man, it's so good. There, these The following 11 words, I feel like, summarize this human being more than any 11 words could ever summarize any other human being. It's by Yahoo Answers okay. user Trevor, who asks... Is it possible for a ferret to hide a Fushigi ball? Maximumfun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.